House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! Coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. Welcome back, everyone. This is the House of Run podcast. House of Run at gmail.com is our email address. Fired up this evening because Jason just did the most enthusiastic countdown he's ever done. We don't even need to do a countdown. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> they don't. Just, I thought of that just a few seconds ago, but you really went for it this evening. Thank you. You got me fired up. You got me ready to go. And that's why we do the countdown, all right? Yeah. Usually I do, um, you know, I'm. Like I said, there's no really need for it. It's it's not necessary at all, but we've been doing it since the beginning. Um, I still do the full movement, like what happens in Wayne's World. What, you do? The five, oh, I do always use my hands, and, oh. but I don't say two or one, and then I point to the mic, and that's you going. Um, so yeah, I never that's just for me, that. because nobody else can see it. When we're in person, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I did, summer, I did it in did person it? the first, in, one of the, in the early days. Um, I think that's where we started it, and then I been doing it ever since i guess i thought when you did it in person you were just doing that as a as a special treat because we were i didn't actually or something yeah yeah i didn't think you were actually doing that all the time (laughs) why would you oh that's fantastic how you feeling this week healthy i'm yeah i'm feeling good um yeah it's like this still just barely lingering on but i'm like i'm like basically 99 percent now but now you're under the weather yeah, a little bit, but I'm not going to complain. Everybody seems to be sick. We're going to march true. forward. We're going to keep yeah. going. We could, we could do a special all like just sinus infection podcast where you just line up all your favorite podcast hosts when they're sick and just it's great listening. Just when people have all that congestion, I'm gonna try not to sneeze too much throughout the show. I don't have a mute button on this mic though, which is the problem. So we'll get through it. I don't think I'm gonna. I haven't been coughing. You were coughing a lot, which makes it. Yeah, hard. I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, hopefully won't have to. Uh, yeah, stop the podcast mid thing like last time, and just acknowledge that I'm just hacking in the background. Yeah, if you had to rank the sort of you know symptoms that are the worst to do while podcasting, coughing and sneezing are right there. Right, nobody can hear your sore throat, but if you right. just if you just have a a tickle in the back of your throat, and you continually have to clear it. That's that's rough listening. But I should be fine. Probably sound a little different, but it'll be all good unless this takes a turn halfway through. We got some great emails that I want to read. They are uh, on a variety of topics, and, and I'm excited to to dive into the inbox a little later on. Before we do that, though, got a couple news items. The track season and road season is really picking up this weekend. That's when it's when it's happening. We got the Houston Marathon and Half Marathon. Indoors really getting going, but there's not much in the way of results to talk about. So it's more just we got more complete Boston fields. We have the Olympic 2024 track schedule released, and then we can preview Houston if you want a little bit. Actually, I want to start with the track schedule because you like schedules as much as I like schedules. Yes. Can you grade this one for us? (sighs) Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So I did go over this, um, and on the – uh, on like the release, right? <clears throat> they talk, they, they, they name, Hey, athletes looking to double up in the hundred, 200, eight, five, eight, 15, 15, five or five, 10. We'll be able to do so without having to compete in more than one discipline on any given day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's 
pretty good. Now, that's also why? required. That's yeah. also you'd have to be a total jerk to come up with a schedule that didn't do that. That didn't do okay. that. Maybe occasionally you don't see an eight fifteen possible, and it's not you know it's not the most common double. Um, <laughs> would it be funny though? Hold on, I know you're going to get into a no, no, point. please. It just would be funny. If the first line was for the first time ever, the 100 and 200 will be run <laughs> back to back to find out which sprinter has the most endurance. They should that should be that would actually be a decent April Fools, right? I know <laughs> April Fools has kind of run its course, but if that was released, a lot of people would believe it because of the track record here with the schedule. But go ahead. No, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, so it's like obviously the one two and the five ten; those are you know the standard doubles, right? So. Yeah. No, no bragging there, guys. Congrats, you did that one well. Fifteen uh, five. <clears throat> feel like that's happening a lot more recently. So glad they're glad they're getting that one. Eight fifteen. Probably the second least common double after four eight. Is that fair? In terms of common double, like actually, yeah, just like the amount of people who actually do it. So you go one two five ten. Yeah, it would have to be five fifteen two four. Oh yeah, you have this. All charted out. Okay, five fifteen, two four, and then four eight. And I then think so. After no, that, no, I think you're right. Four yeah, I think eight. It's eight eight fifteen, and then four eight. I think it's eight fifteen, and then four eight. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's the. Yeah, and then you would get into. I mean, I'm not even including hurdles or steep or anything. Yeah. Then you'd get into skip a distance situations like the, you know, Safanathon, Safan Hassanathon. <laughs> Yeah, and it, but the thing with those is those are usually only done because the schedule didn't allow the regular one. True, correct, correct. Um, or just you know it made more sense. So I'm never gonna beat them up for not allowing the weird double or the triple, but like the two four seems like it should be available here. Um, yeah, and it, it it is for the women. I went through that, and also the women you could pull off the four four hundred hurdles. That's the only one I cared about. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That's oh, that's the first thing I checked. Because I just take for granted that all those other ones are going to be fine. That was the first thing I looked at. Because that could be Sydney's moment. Or moments. Olympic stage. I think she talked about running the quarter. I think if she's going to do the double, it makes a lot of sense to do it on that stage. So that's the first one I looked at. So I was happy about that. For sure. And I think, yeah, I think that's an essential one, obviously. So <clears throat> definitely happy about that. It's not doable on the men's side. Not that it was going to happen on the men's side anyway. Um, no, it's 400 hurdles, 800. That's the double. So yes, they, exactly. That's a way more important 143. one. <laughs> um, but for the 4-8, like I mentioned, not common at all. But one of the best and most interesting athletes in the world, I think Mo. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. But it's not possible. That's the thing. So that's a bummer. What do you mean it's not possible? 4-8 is possible. For the women, I thought I went through this, and I thought it was not. Oh, this is what I have. Tell me unless if this I'm, is... Unless I, missed, unless I messed, uh, messed up looking at this, which is totally possible. Tell me if I have this wrong. No, I hope you don't, because I did a whole video about how this is... <laughs> oh, then you're probably right, because you probably... You probably <laughs> no, no, but I want you to... Can you, double, can you double check this? Oh, yeah, so me? I'm looking at it right now. So, women's 800 round one, day one, evening. And then you got semis, day three, evening... I guess yeah, you'll yeah, no, that was fine. Yeah, because you just have the morning round one of four hundred, which that's a warm up jog for yeah for Mo. Let me let me let me put it this way: the, the, obviously, the easiest way to do this is you put one event in the first four days, then you have a couple days off, and then you put the other event in the last few days. That would be the easiest scenario, right? The second easiest is, I guess, you'd line them up 
like what Sydney's going to have, where she has, I think, six straight days of racing, but it goes yes. round one, round one, semifinal, semifinal, final, final. Right. I, th- I think that is still manageable. And then you have the 4-8 situation, which was similar to the Safan Hassan situation, which was tripling, where in the morning you have a round, and then in the evening you have either a semi or a final. Now, depending on what distance it is, that can be varying degrees of difficult. But that's not ideal. But I still think it would be, what, the first round of the 400 in the morning and then the 800 final that night? Yeah, it's like nine hours difference, too. So that's, I mean, that's fine. It's fine, but it's also not what she would prefer if she could pick. Like, she'd probably like yeah, to but have I mean, it. Realistically, she's going to have to jog a 51. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. so, and yeah. you do that nine hours before you're eight. I mean, that's basically a warm-up. I mean, that's a stride. I just think, though, right? ima- yes, imagine the situation, though. Where 2023 Keely Hodgkinson wins the gold at the World Championships, and then you're going into an Olympic year, and then you're thinking, man, I gotta, I gotta beat her, and then you're trying to add events, and you're adding something the morning of the Olympic final. That makes the decision tougher. If she goes out this year and runs 153 and sets the world record, then then you're thinking, all right, yeah, this is this is gonna happen. But it complicates things a bit. But I would put it in the a tad more challenging, but not off the table. It's not the 400 final is 60 minutes after the 800 final type situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, yeah, I think the, yeah, the men's two, four, like is impossible basically. Um, yeah. That's yeah. a bummer for, it would be interesting to see Michael Norman. Give I mean, it, yeah, I, at least, at least make it possible because it's, you have the 200 semis at eight Oh seven PM and the 400 final, at nine twenty PM. Um, yeah, it seems like a seems tall, not a tall not order. Ideal. Yeah, this isn't um, the state meet, guys. This is the right. Olympics. Um. So yeah, almost almost every double doable on the women's side, basically. Which yeah, is, you know that's that's good. Uh, men missing a couple. Like I said I don't see any obvious four eight doubles on the men that like we need to accommodate for. Yeah, yeah. But we could also just always accommodate for these things. Just. All the time. Literally, just open your email. I, like, Jason, I, I, I sent you the schedule. I mean, I know I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but I could add that to the schedule too. Jason beating a dead horse. Like, we could throw that on day six. It's fine. There's plenty of time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, overall solid. What do you give um, it? What's the I grade? Think, I, th- uh, I would say B minus. B minus schedule from Jason. Yeah. The thing that is. Interesting, when you go back to the thing, Mo, what's cool is she could run the 4x4 this time because they didn't put the 800 final right before the 4x4. So that was nice of them. That but, helps. Yeah, that's yeah. that's always good. They um, were just basically banning her from that event at the last two championships. Like this this championship's coming up and, and Eugene with the way the schedule worked out. It's just no 800-meter runner can, can run the 4x4. That's That's bad. They should let her run. Yeah, and they're doing the mixed gender 4x4 on the night of day two before any 400 is run. They spread it out this time. They put the prelims on a different day. Yeah, so day one is the the prelims. Day two is the final. Yeah. And the first round of the 400 is day three, the men. Right. Yeah. That's overall a win. Well... What that does, though, it pushes back then the women's, though. So if if you look at the final couple days, 
the women's 400 final is the day before the 4x4 final. And I think the women's 4x4 semis is the morning of when the 400 final is that night, which isn't a big deal for the U.S. because they'll run the B team. But if you're a superstar, if you're Paulino or whatever, and Dominican Republic is trying to qualify for that 4x4 final, you're running, you're running that morning probably in a relay. Yeah. And then having to run the final that night. That's kind of tough. This that is a little tough. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't. Uh, I didn't dive into the relay, and I should have. Well, but all of this is caused by the mixed four by four. It creates this traffic jam, which it shouldn't because there's a, a bunch of days and a lot of time slots available. But it creates this issue because then you have to wait to run any four hundred. That that knocks out two days basically, right? Because you're saying the men's four hundred doesn't start till day three, right? I mean, I guess they could have shadowed the men's 400, but I, but they have that thing where they don't like to do the same event on the same night, even if it's different genders. Is that right? How many, actually, that's interesting. Do you have the schedule up right now? I do. Does that ever happen? Like, are the men's and women's 200s, like in Eugene, they were on the same night, but are they on the same night in, in Paris? Like how Um, often do they put the same event? I mean, the women's 400 semis and the men's 400 final are in the same No, 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 finals. I'm talking about finals. Pure finals. Um, outside of the relays, anything else on the same night? I don't think so. Yeah, they seem to not want to do that. Because it would, I think on your schedule, don't you just almost have them shadow? So, or a lot uh, of no, I, I, well, I want to say, and you know what? It's still saved my desktop, so I'll take a look. <laughs> um, Updated schedule. Here we go. I want to say I kind of did them opposites. Okay, um, gotcha. Like you know, if if the men's four hundred was early, the women's four hundred was late. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Yeah. So I got men's four hundred first round on day one. Men's four hundred second round day two. Final on day four, and then the women's four hundred. Yeah, it doesn't start until day five. So yeah, I think I kind of did them countering. So yeah, I. I, I followed that same idea of not having yeah. them on the same day. But in this case, if it's good that the women's four is towards the end because otherwise it would overlap with a thing Mo and the eight, and we couldn't have her potentially in both. Who knows if she's actually going to do both? This is a long way away. Yeah, just, I just want—I just want to, you know, have them to, have the the chance. Yeah. Well, going back to my point though, that mix four by four just puts two days into the schedule where you can't put anything. So it does create a bit of an issue. Just another reason to love that event. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. I do. I, I love it now, though, because I just. The, the U.S. story is now fascinating to me. It's just fascinating. And if they continue to get bronze and silver, it's, I'm going to get it more invested in it. <laughs> By 2028, I'm just going to be crunching all the numbers. I'm going to be the mixed 4x4 historian. I'm going to know everything about it. Just and trying to figure out why the U.S. can't crack the code on winning this four mix four by four. I love it. I love upsets, and it's going to be an upset, even though they've never won. <laughs> it's an upset. Isn't that great? They cannot. They have to be considered the favorite every time they they run it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Despite the fact that they keep getting beat. That's tremendous. Um. All right. Anything else on the schedule? What else? What else are we missing? 
No, I mean, I, it took me a minute to get used to these little REPs next to a bunch of stuff. Where, oh, you're talking about reposage. The reposage rounds, where I was just like, wait a second, what's happening? Because um, I forgot that, you know, I'm sure we discussed this, and I just completely fell out of my mind. Um, so, yeah, that that I mean, I didn't take into account those as part of schedule, because obviously those are like a secondary thing. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm curious just to see how that goes. Not a fan. I'm not a fan. I, again, that's another thing that's jamming up the schedule. They're all in the morning, though, right? So I guess that wouldn't have affected any finals. But I just I don't think that was a problem that needed to be fixed. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Well, just the 15s are in the evening. Or no, one fifteen is in the evening. But it's day two. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah it's weird. I, I mean, I, I just I don't know. Like I said, I don't think it's necessary by any means. But mm-hmm. I also don't think it's going to affect anybody like who's mm-hmm. likely to make a final um, oh i don't know. i don't i don't think it's gonna yeah i guess it's it'll be interesting just to see how it goes but i don't think it's gonna be life-changing <laughs> or meat-changing in any right. way shape or form that's the that's the thing right yeah it's like uh, it's gonna be one of those things it's like oh that's cool it'll just be like oh so one of the this is the first time ever uh i guess my my issue with it is you only have a certain amount of time to do this stuff, and why are you... So why are we throwing an extra stuff? An extra round of non-qualifiers is is tough. I guess you have the schedule, so you can fill, fill the schedule, and it's it's not adding that much when it all shakes out over the course of this meet, but it does seem... Nobody was saying one, nobody was saying one of the main issues with track and field was that time qualifiers should instead qualify in like a consolation bracket. Like there was right. no one raising their hand saying that there's a, a lot of people with thousands of different ideas for how to tweak things to make it more interesting. And that was not on any of the comment cards that I've ever heard of. And yet we did it. Also correction. I said the U S never won a mixed four by four. They of course won the inaugural one in 2019 in Doha, but they've lost the last two. And guess what they ran then? 309. Because if you run 309, you can win. Right. <laughs> and they keep running 310. Repassage. 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 You pumped? I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. M- and mildly intrigued, we'll say. I'm not, the- against, I'm not against it yet because I'm, I'm just not even sure what I'm dealing with here, you know? I wonder what the betting actions Like, how many Repassage rounds am I going to watch? Answer, uh, uh, almost none. Well, no. I th- well, yeah, I don't know. You think you don't think day two you'll watch some Repassage eight hundred? <laughs> yeah, and- it's already you know when we're in first round of the eight hundred or whatever it is, and we're doing seven or eight races. Am I <laughs> am I invested in those? No. Do I quickly go through the results mm-hmm. just to make sure no weird things happened? Yes. Yeah. Also, we're doing it in Budapest, right? Are we pull up the Budapest schedule? Do we have repassage this year? I, I told oh, you that's that. right. I, I didn't even think about that. But. Yeah, let me look at the uh, athletics championships because this could be old hat by then too. And you be ah repassage again. <laughs> I know how to I know how to game the system. I guess there there is that sort of intrigue. Like, is anybody just gonna like chill? <laughs> right, like, and just qualify that way? I don't think that would be smart. Uh, it's not loading for me. Do you have the timetable up there? I did not. Um, 
Let me see if I can pull it up on this one. All the Repisage fans are out there cheering for it. They're saying, duh, of course. Should we make a t-shirt? Should we make Repisage for t-shirts? <laughs> we need a cool rhyme. I don't think it – I actually don't know. It's in there. Yes, to answer your question, 100%. Is yours working on War Athletics? I'm trying to load it right now. Um, oh, I'm getting the same popular doubles, such as 100, 200, 800. No, just Google 2023 World Athletics Championships, and it'll be the first hit, but the timetable won't open for me. I'm... It just says oh, timetable. Time yeah. Will it open for you? Will it it's load? It's loading to an empty page. Yeah. What did they not? But they have the countdown. 218 days, four hours, and four minutes. In any event, it'll either be the first or second time we see Repassage. I, but I think that matters because I, I think the, the novelty will wear off pretty quickly. Of like, okay, cool, we saw that person got eighth yesterday, and they're still here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I I guess you know if one Repassage person make makes a final, they'll be able to make that a, a fun experience, right? So we got 800, 1,500, 400, 400 hurdles, high hurdles, 200. So it's not the 100, and it's not steeple 5K or 10K, but it's everything else. Yeah, I'm just feeling like by the time we get to day six or seven, we're going to be like, wait, what heat is this? What are we watching? Wait, is Grant Holloway? Oh, no. It's a Repassage sheet. <laughs> oh, it's the semis already? Nope. Just the Repassage sheet. I think where – so what I want to know is – and maybe someone knows the answer to this. Maybe we talked about this already. A DQ? Do you come back? Oh. I Because hmm. that – That's more interesting. That kind of makes sense because you basically get – if you're a super big favorite who's going to make it anyway, you avoid the nightmare scenario. Maybe this is just all – I guess that wouldn't work because it was the final for for, in, for Bolt and Daegu. But maybe this is just 12 years late r- r- relief for Bolt. <laughs> the answer to the false start question. Ah, we'll just have another heat. But this is only first round stuff. So you could still, you know, false start in a, in a semi. And I don't know if it includes that or if it. I would okay. guess no, but I, I don't. I'm not basing that off anything. Just you're saying you have to finish the. I would. Race. I would be surprised if they allowed that. But like again, I'm. It's literally just me just going. Would they allow that? Let me just pull this up. It now. would be kind of fun though, just to like, yeah. You know, some so big, th- big. You know, Grant Holloway false starts, and then it's just like, oh, he has to work his way out now out of the. Yeah. Repassage bracket. Okay, I think it's debuting in Paris based on this article that I'm reading because it says it's going to be introduced into athletics. But maybe I'm wrong. If that page ever loads, let me know. Um, how does it work? Athletes who do not qualify by finishing in the automatic qualifying positions in round one heats will have a second chance to qualify in the semifinals by participating in repassage heats will replace the former system where athletes would advance through fastest time, sometimes known as the lucky losers. Literally never use the term lucky losers, and I've done a track and field podcast now for a long time. Uh, from a practical standpoint, it means these events will now have four rounds. Terrific. What about the 100 and long distance? No. Okay, it does not say anything about DQ. I mean, this is the key word here. It says um, key words. By finishing 
athletes who do not qualify by finishing in the automatic qualifying positions in round one heats. Mm. It's a tiny bit of gray there. But. Okay, hold on. Now I'm reading the War Athletics release. Well, this is the exact same pages thing. Later. No, it's heretofore. Everybody it's will have – you get at least two races at the Olympics. I'm, it's cool when you know your parents go, friends and family are there. Like they get to see you race twice. Yeah. I mean, like I said, overall, is this going to move the needle for me at all? Probably not. Like, but for those few athletes, you know, it makes a little bit of a difference. Sure. I just want to know. This does not answer the question. This release. This World Athletics release is not. Uh, this is frustrating. Someone email in. I'm sure it's been. Yeah, I would say somebody knows. Somebody yeah, knows the etymology of repassage, and then... Well, they know, know that. That. <laughs> that we all know. <laughs> I just want to know if DQs count. Right? Yeah. Like I said, be surprised, but you never know. There's at least one of those a championship. And it's not the gold medal favorite, but it's... Oh, that person probably could have made the final. Yeah. I get, every other championship, we'll say. not not Maybe not every championship, but there's... Or you hit a hurdle, crash out. First round. Oh my gosh, that's not good. What happened? Well, I guess yeah. If you hit the hurdle and crash out, and then you got to make sure. Do you have to get up and make sure you finish at that point? Does yeah, that I don't know for the repassage. Yeah. Also, can there be a repassage in the four by one for a certain country that could use it? <laughs> is that is that possible? Yeah, now that. we're talking. All right. All right. So we got the Houston half coming up this weekend. Yeah. What are you most excited about? There's some interesting developments here. There's some interesting names on the start list. Between there are. Sisson, DeBaba, Huddle, Simpson. We talked about them. Connor Mance on the men's side. Could be fun. Yeah, this is a pretty good uh, – this is like – as far as <clears throat> half marathons go, like this is pretty intriguing. I, th- I feel like you got the Babyface Destroyer back. Um, that's, that's a name we haven't said in a while. Exactly. It's, it's, I missed her. Um, I've said I'm, that way more than lucky losers on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, DeBaba, you know uh, – Huddle, you know Simpson. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. That'd be fun to watch. You chuffed to bits or just chuffed? I'm chuffed right now. Okay. Um, but this could lead. You know, depending what happens here, we could get. Uh, you know, Debaba <laughs> leading towards a, a marathon or, or Jenny Simpson marathon? marathon or something like that. Then I'm chuffed to bits. Okay. So it could trend to the bits. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're it takes pre- a lot to be chuffed to bits for a half. We're pre. That's why I'm half chuffed to bits on this. <laughs> What's half of a bit? Mm. Do you a know? Penny? I don't know. Is, is it quid? No. I'm just... <laughs> um. I'm. Yeah. I'm. The half marathon gets the gets more of the pub, but maybe the marathon will have some good results too. Simpson, obviously, I'm curious about. Yeah. It's hard to imagine her master as... tactician in this. this yeah. Be... Yeah, that's the key. Like, how do you apply the tactics? Because that certainly helped her. Get some medals and and ex, you know, perf- sort of outperform her seed time on numerous occasions at the world level. Not that her seed times weren't fast too, but the tactics were a big part of that. So, imagining her in a marathon is just it's hard strange to do. Bit. Yeah, like yeah. when you when you try to picture it, it's it's weird. Even though she switched events and was a you know she was a steepler before. And then went down to the fifteen hundred. But now you just think of her as on the track. 
Yeah, but, I also, but I could kind of see it a little bit. Like, I don't, I, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly intrigued. Yeah. Well, we'll see what she does here. I think Sisson's going to rip it. I think she'll. Yeah, Sisson coming, or uh, Sisson. Sisson, excuse me. Yeah, coming yeah. off that, uh, you know, great Chicago performance will be, be fun. Yeah, she's got all the American records right now. And then you got Mance on the, uh, on the men's side running the half. So, I'm excited. Speaking of Mance. Boston. That's pretty cool. Boston in general. I mean, man, this is. I, is this the dare I say? Dare, I'm not. I'm not one for hyperbole, Jason. You know me. Yeah, you know me very well. But is this the greatest men's marathon field in history? This is. Uh, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> this is pretty insane. I mean. <clears throat> Part of me thought, you know, okay, you, you you spent the big money to get Kipchoge, presumably. Yeah. Or Kipchoge said, hey, I'll do it for, uh, you know, Boston Red Sox tickets or something like that. Weird. You know, he's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm just doing he this He wants to see Otani pitch, too. Yeah, he's just like, hey, let me throw out this, and uh, it'll be good times. Um, So I thought, oh, you know, it'll be usual Boston. We, we got Kipchoge, so they'll 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 put two or, you know, three other guys in there who are, who have run fast times and then load up with Americans and, and otherwise. Instead, they were just like, "No, we're going full on London on this thing, and we're just mm. we're just going nuts." Yeah. Now, some of these were already announced, but some of them aren't. But so this is what you got: you have Kipchoge, Evans Chabet, who's great, and we yep. talk about him as the best marathoner in a pre-Kipchoge era. Yep. Gabriel Gay, who ran two hundred three flat at Valencia, Nagasa two hundred three forty, Benson Kipruchu, who's won big races two hundred four twenty four. Decisa, Katata, Daniel Donasamiento, who went out in like 52 at New York City or something <laughs> like that. <clears throat> John Career, like, it's just a packed field. The and depth then, is, it's not, Austin never has this kind of depth. Albert Career, who's won a major before too. And then on the, yeah, and then you throw in Mance, who right now I think is, has a case for being the, the best American marathoner of, you know. Yeah. Next couple of years and right well right now I think if you know if Rupp's not healthy it's obviously I think it's Mans is the top seed so yeah this is it's like they brought London to Boston um and you're right anybody who thought they were going to do Kipchoge a solid by putting together a lighter field with like one person who has a name yeah that he could just destroy that's not this is not it this is not it at all. Let me look up the – while you talk, I'm going to look up the world list from last year. I'm going to see how many of, like, the top ten are in this race because this is pretty crazy. Yeah, I just – I mean, I'm – yeah, I'm just completely kind of blown away by this. Just just, just the combo of – I mean, it would have been fine if you – I mean, if you had, you know, like half these top guys and then didn't fill it out with this 205, yeah. 206 depth because mm-hmm. normally, you know, that's, that's kind of what we're used to. But – um Kipchoge alone would have been enough. Now, I mean, this is just, uh, I don't know. This is this this is more than I ever would have guessed Boston would have tried to do. And uh, obviously, I love it. I, I like that. It just seems like, hey, let's roll out the red carpet. This is yeah. we're getting the, we're getting the greatest of all time. Let's make it. Let's make it special. Yeah. Yeah. If it was Kipchoge and Wahlberg out there, I'd have watched. Hundred percent. Yeah, like it doesn't. We don't need anything else. This makes me more confident in my two hundred two fifty nine prediction, though. Yeah, he's he, gonna he's gonna have to run hard. Uh, yeah, it's, these dudes are gonna go for it. 
it's just uh, that's that's a, that's a sure thing. So, and you got some guy, you have some veterans there too, and you got some some new names like yep. who no one no one's gonna expect them to beat Kipchoge, but some. You have it on both sides. It's not just, oh, this is a bunch of people whose PR was from 2015 and we're going to take them out there so that Kipchoge can drop kick them all over Boston. And you also don't have just a bunch of people who ran fast at Valencia or Dubai and then they're going to get in the hills and fold. You have both sides of it. So I think that's what makes it really, really interesting. Um, women's is also really good. I would say women's is loaded <laughs> as well. I mean, it's... It's got everything besides there's just not a Kipchoge to throw in there, but like, yeah, just ridiculous too. Bariso is one of the people everybody's watching because she was yep. one of the fast, you know, fast in the fall with third all time to mm-hmm. 214.58. She beat Gaudet in Valencia. And then you have four women who have run sub 218. And then you got Lucchetti who won New York City, right? Um, and then Edna Kipagat who's probably going to win. I would say Edna Kipgott, best bet for top three of this whole field somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're now 2021 champion. Um, Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, always Boston Marathon is always great. I was excited. This is. We got to go. This is. I know, man. It, it really was, you know, I, I want to go, of course. Um, we got the names for your operation. Better better. This is. Oh, I did see that. That was good. Yeah. Let me pull this up. I think it was. Mike Z, is this email? Did he email this to us or tweet it to us? Oh, um, I thought he emailed it, but I don't know. I did see someone like a tweet from mm. like t- nine months ago. Yeah, and it was a nom- It was from from Aaron. It said nomination for trash talk of the year, and it was from May. And this should have won. So I'm mad at myself for not looking at Twitter better because it was when Jakob said, you can't be disappointed with people not being better, unfortunately. Who won it? Who won Trash Talk of the Year? Uh, I don't know. I put something in there. I think I put a bad... Oh, I put... Was that when I put Lyle's unsuccessful Trash Talk? Like, this this should have won. Yeah, that's my fault. I'm doing a retro um, award here for Jakob. Yeah. Um, As if he's disappointed no one with him after the Pacers stepped aside. You can't be disappointed with people not being better. Unfortunately, that's the great. I mean, that is Kipchoge. Like that's the the highest elite level of trash talk there is. He's just the elite level of succinct answers that just cut right to the chase that show no regard for anybody's feelings. Like yeah, it's just and, he's really it's, good it's at. Not it. even he's not trying to talk trash. No, I don't think so. But he's he just still like, wins trash talk of the year. Yeah, it's just like way you know when you're that good. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, it was cool. He ran a, you know, tactical 205. Like it was, and it's just these, these just things that hurt so much more than actual trash talk would. So he says, Mike Z says, Project Knockout or the Knockout Project or Operation Knockout. So KO, you get Kipchoge Otani mm. in there. That's pretty good. And he made it specific to you, knocking out, seeing the East Coast, the GOAT marathoner and future of Major League Baseball. See, you got to do it, man. That's why he's one of the best here. You got to do it. You got to figure out. You got to just bet that Otani's pitching on Sunday, and then just book book the travel now. Make it a quick turnaround. Fly in Sunday. Fly out Monday night. Boom, boom. You got all those points. You're on the airlines all the time. That's true. They they let me keep my own points, which is nice. Uh, work like they let you use your own. 
points towards your your own stuff. There, right. Yeah, so do it. I think you got to do this. This is right. this is a gener like once in a generation. I'm sure there's some listeners that'll be out there too. Maybe you can get a pint with one of them on Sunday night. I mean, I would love to do that. Maybe we even Maybe know a somebody. Morning pint, even which is you know vacation morning pint. It's a few things better. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take this up a level. Someone has to have a Red Sox tickets connection too. Let's let's get serious about it now. If someone can do that, I think Jason will will be be all in at that point, right? I know you're gonna be traveling. I, I can only take free stuff. Only if somebody can fly me there for free, I no, can stay not... at Kevin's cousin's house. Um, <laughs> I don't know anybody in Boston. I'm sure we we have listeners in Boston, but I don't know anybody in Boston. But it is tough because you're gonna be traveling. But I just feel like you could do a 24 hour epic trip. And it would be you wouldn't regret it. No, no, you're absolutely right. And I, I'm I'm really going to do everything I can to to make this happen. Love it, love it, absolutely love it. Uh, we also while I'm on Twitter, we also got this tweet. I don't know if we can figure this out, but this is from this is from Devin. Wondering if you guys are going to review and see who won your event slash meet draft you had at the beginning of 2022. Maybe I missed it. Oh. Can you find that? <laughs> I was just gonna say I was like, I forgot that we did that. Um, but let's see. I mean, I imagine you saved it in the share folder. Yeah, I just don't know which show we did that in. I guess we could look <clears throat> at the episode titles. I'm sure we would have titled it Event Draft yeah. at some point. He does a beginning, so yeah, I'll check the uh, first few because that'd be kind of fun to to check out. While you're doing that, I'll, I'll start on emails. Is that cool? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, house of run at gmail.com is the email address. Oh, I can read this one because this one's uh, this one's long. It's from Marshall. You know, the chat thing, the AI chat bot. Oh, yeah, that people are posting about the chat GPT. Marshall asked the chat bot's thoughts on the goat distance runner, how fast Carson Warholm could run an 800, whether I should wear shorts over tights, <laughs> and state versus states. Oh, I love it. Um, so I can read these because um, they'll take a while, but I think they're funny. Uh, who's the greatest distance runner of all time? And then the, the chat bot responds, it is difficult to definitively say who the greatest distance runner of all time is as it depends on factors such as specific distance being considered. The area in which the runner competed, well, this is like Jason answering, and the level of competition <laughs> they nothing faced. But mo- nothing but qualifiers before you yeah. even answer. Well, that's kind of what it does, I feel like. However... Some of the most successful and renowned distance runners include Haile Gebre Selassie. Then it gives a blurb about Geb. Usain Bolt. Mm. Mo Farah. Okay. Paula Radcliffe. Other notable distance runners include Emil Zadipak, Abebe Bakila, and Kip Kano. So it doesn't mention Kip Choge. It doesn't mention Bekele. That's rough. Mm. But Marshall follows up. What about Ilya Kip Choge? Ilya Kipchoge is a Kenyan distance long, long distance runner who is widely regarded as one of the greatest distance runners of all time. He holds the world record in the marathon with a time of two hours, one minute, and 39 seconds. Blah, 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 blah. Marshall follows up. I thought Kipchoge ran two hours, one minute, and nine seconds in Berlin. The chat says, I apologize for the mistake in my previous response. You are correct that Ilya Kipchoge set a world record in the marathon with a time of two hours, one minute, and nine seconds. All right, then we get to the Warholm 800-meter dash. Carson Warholm is a Norwegian track and field athlete, blah, 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 blah. It is not uncommon for track and field athletes who specialize in one event to also compete in other events, but it is generally more difficult for them to achieve the same level of success as they do in their primary event. 
This is because different events require different sets of skills and training, blah, 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 blah. Given that Warholm is a specialist in the 4 meter hurdles, it is difficult to predict how fast he can run an 800 meter dash. However, based on his world class performance in the 4 meter hurdles, it is reasonable to assume that he would be a very competitive runner in the 800 meter dash, even if he has not specifically trained for that event. Like I said, this thing is flawless. It's dead on. Two more questions. <laughs> Should I wear shorts over running tights or just running tights? It ultimately depends on personal preference and the weather conditions. I hate that. When it says you ask a question, it depends on your preference. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's what I'm trying that's to figure out. Okay, great. If it is cold outside, you may want to wear running tights on their own to keep your legs warm. If it is warmer, you might prefer to wear shorts over your running tights for additional ventilation. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> How would shorts <laughs> over your tights provide additional ventilation than just tights? It's a fair question. Come on, AI. You could also consider the length of the running tights you're wearing. If they are full length, you may not need to wear shorts over them. This should have been no, is what this should have been. <laughs> it's always a good idea to dress appropriately for the weather to ensure that you're comfortable running. And then the last question. In the USA, is the state championship meet called state or states? Here's the response. The state championship meet in the U.S. is commonly referred to as state meet, as the state meet. This is the meet that determines the state champion in a particular sport. The meet is typically held annually and features the top teams and athletes from the state. So it got one right. Pretty much everything else is wrong. Mm. Or way too broad to judge. Is this our own Turing test? Is that what we're doing right now? <laughs> Determining if it can, if it can fool an, an average uh, track and field fan? Yeah, I don't know. Did you have any luck finding that stuff? Uh, you know, I've got. I'm clicking on each rundown as we go. I'm up in uh, in the middle of April right now. Um, <laughs> Keep going. No, no luck yet. Maybe we just didn't. Maybe it was on one of your secret documents. I mean, I guess it could be on my notes app. Like I kept my own, but but you wouldn't have written mine down though. I would, yeah, that's the thing. Is I. All right. Sorry, sorry, Devin. I mean, yeah, well, I'll, yeah, like you said, maybe let's I'll look do it for, for the, 2023 uh, and then we'll make sure we remember it this time. We'll put it in bold. How about that? Yeah. And if, uh, yeah, I can check the, uh, you know, like they say, like you said, the, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure the title of it was event draft. So maybe, maybe, maybe you could track it down. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep moving though. Um, here's Noah from New oh, York. Wait a second. Sorry. This Yo. we did it in 2021. Oh, well, unless we unless we did it again. We, so this is March 31st, 2021, the 2021 event draft. Jason and Kevin draft the 20 events they are most looking forward to the rest of the year. Interesting. So, well, what is he? Was he referring? Did to he that? say 2021? Maybe I maybe I just was assuming it was 2022. Well, he said. At the beginning of 2022. Hmm. So unless we did another one, which I'm not saying we didn't, because I mean we definitely repeat no the same things over and over yeah, again. Of what's happening? So. Oh man. All right. We go back to 2021. See who won that one. I don't know. Well, we need to do a new. You probably won. I'm just gonna say you. I'm really bad at these <laughs> things, so I'm gonna concede. All right. Here's Noah from Oregon writing in after a long absence, where I think Noah. Or sorry, Noah from New York where I think Noah from Oregon jumped into the pole position on the Noah House of Run power rankings. Mm. You know, but we met the other – we met a Noah, though. That's true. From North Dakota, right? So that Noah has advantages as well, too. Bold predictions. Six men will run under 143 in the 800. As the, <laughs> That's bold. As lead defense attorney representing the 800 last year, I am, of course, going all in this year. 
Here the man I foresee is most likely. Number one, Donovan Brazier returns to health. My favorite, Emmanuel Krieger, will not race into shape for once, or maybe he will, and then run fast after a shocking but somewhat predictable 800-meter three-peat. Emmanuel Wagnoni, he says he likes Max Bergen, Jake Whiteman, uh, and then he also says Arop, Muwila, Sajati. says, heck, af- after hearing about Clayton Murphy's crazy ups and downs with his son, I wouldn't, I won't rule him out either. And special shout out to Brazier's near newest, gosh, I can't talk, training partner, uber talented Kenyan teenager Noah Cabet, coached by Pete Julian. Uh, second prediction, you still there? Yes. Sorry, weird noise on my end. Sydney oh. will not run under forty-eight eight. Uh, third prediction: Femke Bowl will break fifty-one in the four hundred hurdles. Kip Lima will win the five ten double. Cole Hawker will medal mm-hmm. at the fifteen hundred. Marcel Jacobs will win the 100 and run under 9-7. Oh, okay. And then his final one, Shrika Jackson, will sweep the 100 and 200 at Worlds. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks for another year of awesome shows. I mean, Those are some, good. Those there's are some good really bold ones in here. Yeah. So, I mean, so what's the boldest one to you out of this? Six men under 143 is pretty nuts. Bowl going sub-51? I almost think it's Jacobs sub-9-7. And is it Jacob sub nine seven and winning, winning the hundred? Yeah, that one's kind of out there. That one's pretty bold, but I I think it's that one's at least just well, because we we know so little about Jacobs. Yeah, there's a chance that maybe you know he he runs a, a random nine six nine or something. But well, let me just go through one by one and just say, can I see it? I'll go from the bottom to the top. Jackson sweeping the hundred and the two hundred. I can see that. That's that 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 almost doesn't seem bold enough, even though. Fraser Price is the best. It's just she's how, how can she keep doing this? Jacobs, I already talked about Cole Hawker meddling. Rank, the, rank them at ten out of ten or uh, one to ten of how bold they are. Oh, Jackson sweeping the hundred and the two hundred is like a three. That's what okay. I was gonna say three. Jacobs winning the hundred and under nine and going under nine seven. I mean, he's already won uh, an Olympic title. So, so it, sub nine seven is really the. Yeah, it's not that I can't imagine this in my. My my mind's eye of oh my gosh this guy crossed the line first and actually did it it's it's the sub nine seven although he's not saying he's going to do the nine sub nine seven at the in that race yeah he's just going to do it at, at the world championships yeah so I'll still I'll give eight that one like a seven or an eight yeah Hawker meddling fifteen hundred is really tough but if we go back to the era of, of anything can happen fifteen hundred I mean what was he sixth at the Olympics yeah two years ago so that's that's bolder than Sharika Jackson. Yeah, but it's not, a five. Yeah, five. Kiplimo doubling at Worlds. I think that's like a one. Well, winning two. both. Yeah, doubling. Yeah, but yeah, it's but one, like that. I mean, two. to win because just because those events are loaded, I feel like that's uh, I think it's pretty bold. I'm gonna give him at least a three and a half on that. I, that's no way too high. Two or I hang up right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Femke Bowl will break fifty one. That's way up there. It, well, his explanation. It's crazy how much she raced last year. I think this race, this year with no Europeans at World Indoors, she's going to be all in on the four hurdles and relay and have a massive PB at Worlds and Diamond Leagues. Let me pull up. I do think she's going to have massive PB, and I think she'll, you know, I, I could definitely see her running like 51-5. Yeah, I mean, this, the event's going to have to slow down at some point, guys. And if Sydney doesn't run it, does that help her or hurt her? I would think it would hurt her for, as far as, you know, trying to run something crazy fast. So let's look the PB right now, fifty-two oh three. Yeah, from Tokyo. So she yep. didn't. She ran slower. 
last year. Wait, break 51 seconds? So yeah. she's going to go all the way. Okay, yeah, this is. That's why I said. It's pretty bold. Yeah. Um, she's only 22. I mean, she's, you know. Let me look at let me look at the rest of her. But this does seem like a This is she, bold. This is she, this is a 9 for me. She did race a lot. But the thing is when people race a lot, it also gives you a better idea of what they're capable of, but there, there's a limit to that. Sometimes then it becomes uh it's inhibiting your performance as opposed to helping it. Yeah, a lot of 52s last year. I'll give this one I think this is right there with Jacobs. Yeah, so whatever, I seven, seven and a half. Eight, yeah, it's at eight and a half on that, I think so. Sydney not running under 48.8. We just don't know how seriously she's going to take running that's, the event. So yeah. I think that's a one or a two as well, too. Because if so, you said, oh, yeah, she only ended up running two of them, and she won by streets, and she ran 49 flat. So that's pretty pretty impressive. She shut it down 10 meters to go. Anyway, uh, his explanation on this one, I want to say 49 flat but couldn't get there, but I think the hurdles just don't bother Sydney much. At her height, uh, technical ability, and running 48A will be enough to beat Paulino by a nice bit. Side note, because Paulino has to kill herself running two legs of the highly dumb mixed 4 by 4 before 400-meter prelims. Yeah, so I give that one a 1 or a yeah, 2. Yeah, if I'm Paulino, I, I might just go to my – and go, guys, guys, I'm not running that mixed. I got too much stuff going on. So that brings us to six men under 143. Um, how many times has that happened? Can we? Can we? Can you do a little? It had to happen in 2012, right? Let's let's look it up. In that in that race, didn't six men break 143? Let's let's. It was pretty close, wasn't it? Uh, 2012 men's 800. Six men exactly ran under 143 the whole year. Yeah. Um, five of them ran their PR in that race, and then the other one, Muhammad Aman, ran his 142.53 in Zurich. So 103 performances have gone sub 143 ever. I'm just looking at this based on um, the World Athletics thing only goes back to 2001. So I feel two, so two, pretty safe it didn't happen before that. Yeah, 2001 is four, then three. This is kind of slow, but mostly two and two or three times a year. Yeah, this this I mean this isn't going to happen. So it's not – you're basically saying we're going to go from one of the slower years in recent history in the men's 800 to the fastest year in history? No. You could get me with it's going to be a lot faster and maybe it's three guys under 143. But you're going to have to – who's the Rudisha in this equation, right? Like, Yeah, you know, I – Fat. You know, I mean, that's elite company when you're yeah, running 142. That's, uh, that immediately, <clears throat> I don't know how many guys have done it. I mean, Kip Kitter's on here like 65 times, and I'm sure <clears throat> Radisha is as well. Yeah. Um. So it's not like a long, long list. Like I said, there's 103 performances, but a lot of repeats, obviously. Um. So 2014, <clears throat> there were five that did it. Amos, <clears throat> excuse me, Amos, Boss, Amon, Rotich, and Radisha. That was a non-championship year too, but I mean, yeah, it's, usually it's yeah. it's like it's like two or three. Every I'm gonna year. go. This is this is a this is a nine and a half. The reason why I wouldn't have it that high is because it's it's still not going like as a whole. It is bold, but there's not one singular 
performance that would need to be so far crazy out there, if that makes sense. So, like, if you're doing the bowl predict, if you're doing the Femke bowl prediction, you're predicting her to cut a second off of her PB. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess in this one, you're asking a lot of people to go. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's too many. It's just too many. Yeah. But it's just like if a bunch of people run 142.9, you're like, okay, well, in, uh, you know, on the scope of history, it's not that that crazy. Um, yeah. It's never – if you're saying no one did it pre-2001, then it's never – six is the max. Yeah. So we're basically recreating <clears throat> the greatest year in the history of the 800. Right. Immediately after a year when nobody ran it, one forty three two twenty six, and also I think the eight hundred is one of those events where you, in order for it to, it's not a coincidence that the year happened. It was with Rudisha there. Like you need that person out there to drag to, everybody to, along. Cause exactly, is so brutal. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just that person's everybody's racing just to win, so that person's setting the table. So, I mean, was the last person to go sub one forty three? Was it Brazier in twenty nineteen? No, it was Amos. Now serving a doping ban, 2000, uh, 2021 in Monaco, 142.91. Oh, there it is. Okay. Gotcha. But, and then 2020, nobody broke it. Brazier ran 143.1 in, in Monaco. And then 2019, Amos actually ran 141 in Monaco. And then Brazier ran the 142 in Doha. So there was two Amos performances ahead of Brazier. But even that year, 2019, three guys, Amos, Brazier, Rotich. That's it. Yeah, three guys did it there, and so basically, in the last, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, there's been one, and it was by a guy who got busted for doping. In the last three years, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, nine and a half. I'm, go- I'm rolling with it. I know you're supposed to buy low and sell high, but I'm still shorting the men's 800. <laughs> right. yeah. But, you know, respect to Noah. He's the lead defense attorney. No, so and, it's, and it's the point. It's a bold prediction. Yeah. I love it. it. I'm not insulting the prediction. I'm just kind of making my argument for for how bold that is. And in the criminal justice system, <laughs> the 800 is represented by two important groups. Two laps, the first yeah. and the second. Uh, here's Brian from Knoxville, the yeah. running mecca. Thank you for my honorable mention for sentence of the year. It's a tremendous honor. For 2023, I think you should challenge yourselves by running the seventh world marathon major, the Knoxville Marathon. I have some pull with the Knoxville <laughs> Track Club. Could probably swing a couple of comped entries. I hope I, I get it. out to, to Tennessee one of these years. I've never been. I yeah, I want to go. I want to go to. Uh, yeah, I want to. Uh, Memphis seems cool. Um, Predators games. Nashville, right? AKA I know Smashville. I, I I you know I enjoy uh, John Morant. I know you're not as big of a fan. Um, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Well, I just love that when they tell you how tough they are all the time. Just Grit and grind, man. Grit and really grind. shows you how tough they are because they just tell you all the time about how. I mean, so your hatred goes back to when the the Spurs, the that the, that quasi Spurs Grizzlies rivalry that was happening. It right? was just annoying. It was yeah. annoying. They were like a little gnat on the on the shoulder. That you just the Spurs just flicked off. I mean, they got us one year. They had the big. They did. That was the was that one the one eight. Yeah, seven two. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It was. I erased it from my memory, but it was just all right. Cool, and then. You're celebrating a bunch of second round exits. It's like great job, guys. And then now they somehow still have that that like DNA. It's just still there. It's just interesting. But anyway, but Jaw, that's it, it, the thing about Jaw, He reminds me of Derrick Rose a little bit, and it makes me sad. But also, he's fun to watch. But Tennessee's a big state. Like, and all those cities are all true spread like, out. Nashville, so Memphis. Yeah, I'm looking at because I really had no idea how it was laid out. 
and I'm like, oh yeah, Nashville's cool, Memphis, Knoxville, but like they're not not remotely close to each other. Right? Isn't <clears throat> is Nashville on the eastern part of the state? No, Nashville's like dead center. Okay, and then Knoxville's on one side. Na- Knoxville's the east, and Memphis, Memphis is like is barely hanging on to the state. It's it's on on the very edge. And that borders Arkansas. Arkansas? Okay. Yeah. You said that with such confidence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next email. While looking at a map, I said that with that much confidence. <laughs> uh, Alex, former mediocre sprinter, writes in 2023 yep. bold prediction, Sydney Hater edition. Uh, <laughs> he's predicting her PB is going to be above 49 flat mm. and that she's going to run a high 47 split in the Real 8 World Champs. That will. S- s- <laughs> um, I'll be twiddling my fingers, creepily repeating excellent a la Mr. Burns throughout. <laughs> if she runs a 47 relay split, that's still really good, though. Let's 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 be uh, – But if she doesn't break 49, I feel like that's <clears> – <throat> and again, we don't know exactly how much she's going to run it. If she actually runs it. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's that part of it. But if she <clears throat> gives it even three or four good tries, mm-hmm. I'd be legit shocked by that. It, that if she does it three or four good tries and she doesn't go under forty nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I would too. I think the only way she doesn't do it is if she doesn't give it three or four good tries. Yeah, which is a hundred percent possible. She might run it once during the regular season and decide, and she could still run it at Worlds and maybe win gold in forty nine or two. Yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. She doesn't need to be talking. To, the, this whole world record thing is awesome, and I'm glad she's going for it. But you know, if, especially if Miller Weibo doesn't run it, like. Yeah, it's like Paulino. I mean, Paulino's maybe, there, know, but it's yeah. like you, you, I don't think you're going to need to run, you know, 47 seconds to yeah. to win Olympic gold. That's that's not the era that we're in right now for the women's 800 or women's 400. Excuse me. Okay, next up, we got to keep going here. We got a lot. Uh, this is a Laura, but not our Laura. Yeah. Thank you for the Halsey Award. I'm honored to receive back-to-back email of the year awards. Almost makes the stress fracture nearly being detained by the Mexican TSA worth it. Second, yeah, little did she know in college that all the all oh, those years later, all the anguish, all the suffering, all the stress of trying to get through TSA, it would be rewarded by a great story <laughs> that she could tell to a lowly running podcast. Uh, you asked for 2023 resolutions. After having received email of the year awards for the past two years, I feel a bit like that quote about Alexander the Great where he wept because he had no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> that might be sentence. Front runner for sentence of the year right there. Yeah, that's pretty good. But luckily for me, there are more worlds to conquer, and that's why I'm making it my 2023 goal to get nominated for House of Run Awards category other than email of the year. Done. You just, you just got sentence of the year. Maybe I'll have to start calling in and leaving voicemails. Maybe I need to start working on that Kipchoge parody of the Beatles yesterday that is crying out to be made. If you do that, you would be in a good position for song of the year. Maybe I need to drop off the map completely for a year so I can be nominated for the Come Back to Us, We Miss You Award. I may not be able to win a particular category, but it's time to spread my metaphorical wings and soar to new heights. If I fly too close to the sun and catch on fire, fire metaphorically, one can only hope that it will be in a way that makes the news and also gets me nominated for best viral running moment. Like all of my New Year's resolutions, I expect this one to quickly die by January 20th, so I'm going to need to record a lot of voicemails in the next 10 days to make this happen for me. Talk soon, question mark. A Laura, but not our Laura. That's how you do it when you're the email of the year. You just just, just throw throw 100 all all the time. So speaking of resolutions, last pod, Jason was saying he didn't have any. So right. I want to I want to read to the listeners. I started a 
notes post on my phone <laughs> titled uh, Things Jason Could Try If He Knew He Couldn't Fail. Yep. Because I knew you liked that. Fire eating. Learning the violin. Write a screenplay. Start cutting your friend's hair. Axe throwing. Design a roller coaster. Drive to Canada. Build a shed. Join an outrigger canoeing club. Become a notary. Learn to make three different types of chicken wings really well. Go to a sporting event, a pro sporting event in two different countries, non-US, and take a sign language class. That's what I got so far. But this He's is really a living good. this is a living document. Yeah, it's a living document. Please uh, if you have ideas, send them in for sure. <clears throat> to kind of go through, you know, fire eating, I, I'm not doing that. It's too scary. Um, but it'd be pretty cool if you could do it. Oh, it'd be cool for sure. But I just, yeah, that one, that one scares me a little bit. Uh, learn the violin. Johnny could play the violin. Really? So well, she did. She was very, very good uh, younger. So okay. I'm, I'm sure she could, she could show me how to do that. But so, but that means it's out. What? No, not necessarily. I, I think it's it would make it more live, possibly to to give it a chance, but. The thing about the Helpins is we're all tone deaf. We cannot play instruments. I know, but you're going to break that. You're going to break that this year. I think the Helpins. It's going to be a big year for the Helpin musical. (laughs) (laughs) Write a screenplay. I like that one. Okay, that's crossed my mind at at points. Uh, Cutting your friend's hair. That's a that's a bold one. That's that's interesting though. I've done axe throwing. Good time. All right, I'll check that off right now. Um, Design a roller coaster, like like roller coaster tycoon, like the the Sims type of game. Or you're talking like a legit. You like math? I do. figure and you like amusement parks i was just that's putting true. interest together that's what i was I, doing no i like it it's it's good drive to canada that's a that's an interesting one i do like the idea i've never done like a really long term road trip you know like i've driven like oh what's the furthest i've driven well you drove with me to <laughs> bay area from down or yeah, I say, yeah i've done that yeah that so like i've, I've done the bay area drive from vegas a couple times that's like eight and a half hours yeah i drove to your parents place in new mexico from vegas that's oh, that's right. About the same. So anything, yeah. I don't think I've gone over. I don't think I've gone double digit hours on the road. Oh, you never done back to back days either. No. Let me just say this to you, and I'm saying this to you, but I'm saying this to everybody. Yeah. This is going to be a one of the highest compliments I can ever give a person. Jason just would be a great road trip companion. Just he checks all the boxes. First <laughs> of all, solid driver. Never have to worry about him falling asleep. That's true. I'm good. I'm good on the road. Not too fast. Not too slow. His car would just be clean because I've I've been in, well, like three different cars that you've owned. Always kept them very, very clean. He'd have the appropriate amount of snacks. Always he'd, snacks. You got to do. First stop is snacks. He'd, he'd be down for adventure, but not so much that you'd get distracted from the larger goal, whether mm. it be driving to Canada or – you know, driving to the East Coast, whatever. Like you'd you'd stay on time. You'd be like, oh yeah, cool. Let's go look at the world's largest hot dog bun, and then you'd go do it and you'd laugh. And then a hundred percent, I'm stopping for the yeah, the world largest. But so. you wouldn't be like, hey, well, let's just call it a day. It's four p.m. You, no, you, no, you're no. goal oriented. Yeah, yeah. We're and, we're reaching Nashville. Then we're reaching Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great conversationalist, just all around good guy. Hey, that's, like you'd be yeah. on my, you'd be my short list if someone said you have to drive across the country. With someone, you'd be first round pick. I mean, I, first of all, much appreciated. That is, uh, that's very it's all kind. true, man. It's all true. I'm not. And, just but also, I, that's, I, and I'm not trying to, to just blow smoke right back at you. But especially your ability to get in in depth conversations about anything is is an essential road trip uh, companion. There, you but know? some people wouldn't like that. Some people would say, "Hey, let's just listen to Alien Ant Farm." 
Hey, hey let's not. I'm let's fine not with the, the with both. Like you know, you got to have some time to uh, to mix the two up. But yeah, no, you could just go. You'll just get rolling, and all of a sudden you're in a deep conversation about <laughs> it's anything. Four hours. Yeah, that's that that kind of stuff makes the makes the, the you know the drive go by too. So yeah, I, I would I would like to think that that would be my at least with you and I working together. That's what I would bring to the table. You would bring all those other things. No, no, and you, I would just, you bring I'd plenty, but that's away. that to me is like the obvious. Like I mean, that's why we've. Half the time when Kevin and I have met up, we'll just drive and t- talk about random stuff. Burn gas. That's what yeah. we do. Back when gas was not as expensive. <laughs> All right. Next one. Let's go to Alicia from London. Yeah. Uh, one of the winners, right, of the uh, House of Run Awards, I think, right? Didn't she win? Did she win one? Man, I, how did I forget these already? Did these you already forget? Two weeks. This is two weeks ago, and I'm already completely oblivious. Um. All right. Oh, we get no. She uh, she nailed the prediction about the. Uh, oh, so she did get an award, right? Oh, what did she get? You got it up. What's it say? No, I'm pulling it up right now. Read the doc. I know she nailed the uh, the women's high hurdles prediction. I think that's the thing. I think I gave her an award for that. I think I gave her. Uh, Oh, she called something. the shot basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember right. what the award was. I already forgot what the award was, but I did give her something because it was a, <laughs> it was a great, great call. All right, uh, bold predictions are as follows: one or no medals for the U.S. in the men's hundred. This one is quite bold That's, considering yeah. last year, but as we know, the event is open. Jacobs to come back, DeGrasse, Oblique Seville. Haha, <laughs> I am a civilian. This is what he calls his fans. <laughs> I love that, dude. That's I'm so proud to be a civilian. No, you know that. That's great. Really excited. What? To see what he can do. Okay, so let me just pause there before we go on the other one. I think in order to make it bold, you just got to say no. You got to say no, Americans. Uh, you can't. You got to yeah. got to really go for it here. And and it would be bold because right now, if you were to rank, let's say the top eight men's hundred meter runners, are five of them American? Yeah, I think so. And a lot is riding on Jacobs being at full health. And being able to come back to where he was. A lot of that is predicated on Jacobs. Maybe Seville will make a leap. Maybe Obanyala will be there. Um, she brings up DeGrasse, who's not going away. But you'd still have – you'd have Curly. You'd have Bromel. You'd have Bracey. I think you'd still have Coleman in there, especially he's going to put yeah. together a good yeah, indoor he has to season. He top eight for sure. Yeah. Maybe Baker bounces back. Lyles, I mean, I'd pick them to double. I'd, I'd pick Lyles in the top eight. Yeah. So, it's it that 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 is bold. Um, her next one, Jamaica to win at least a silver medal in the men's four by one. Bold considering no medal. Yeah, that is bold. That's that sneaky is. bold. Yeah, I like that one. No medal since 2016, and considering U.S., Canada, Great Britain stronghold ever since but viable considering fourth at the olympics and eugene and a fast improving team there are a few athletes to watch on that men's team mark my words ghana another team on my watch list for the event just behind jamaica at worlds they were set for something special at the commonwealth games until they got dq'd for using a runner they didn't declare in the heats that's stupid rule by the way uh they ran well there and uh, and at worlds and of course are famous for knocking team usa out of the final in tokyo so i'd rub salt in the wound nah, dude, don't worry about that we should we love talking about the U.S. four by one issues. It's just, it is, it's the, it's I get the, joy from it. It's you know, yeah. It, it gives us something to talk about constantly. This prediction is also bold because who does four by one relay predictions? That's all for now. It's one fifty two a.m. I need to wake up in four hours for work. Yikes! Oof. 
I was in New York last week, hence the messed up body clock. Man, Alicia's from London, and she got to New York before you did, Jason. That's just embarrassing. You Americans. I, yeah. I mean, I'll be in London a few months. Can't wait. Look nice. forward to that. Um, but I'll still, that'll be my second time in London before I've still been to New York. So, you know. You're just going to skip over it. You're just like, I'm more into international cap. Uh, big it's like, it's like those people capitals. who are like, oh, I've never seen The Godfather, and they're just like, happy or like you know like the, <laughs> hold on to the weird thing that they yeah, yeah, yeah. they've never done that's, mm-hmm. that's gonna be me with new york i'm gonna be like oh yeah no i've been to uh 48 different countries um all of this <laughs> and uh oh yeah what, what do you think of new york oh never been no duh anything about it <laughs> all right here's brian a few things okay wants to get connected with luke formerly from delaware oh, but yeah. now we could have our first ever house of run friendship well, we've probably, I mean, we've had people meet up and get to know each other, but this could be good. I, I need to do this. I need to send along the email address. Uh, then he gives some Achilles recommendations, which I'll spare everybody from, but I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you for sending these in. Three, bold prediction for 2023. Our Keeley beats a thing Mo at Worlds. Keeley seemed to get close last year, but I was never in doubt that Mo would win. Maybe I had too much faith in Mo in last year, but I thought she had it in the bag even the last 100. This year, I think Keeley pulls it off. Is that bold enough, Jason? She it's, won by what, a tenth yeah, of a second? Yeah, I, I don't know if it is bold. I mean, I mean, credit to, to Brian for never having a doubt because down that stretch, I 100% had some doubts. Um, but yeah, the thing is, man, Keeley's so good. I mean, Mo's so good. And I do think Mo's going to be coming off a, which is comical, an offish year where she was a gold medalist and yeah. was still amazing, but she didn't look as dominant as she did the previous year. I think Mo's yeah. going to be awesome this year, but Keeley's obviously awesome as well. So yeah, I don't know if this is bold enough. It's like, it's light bold, right? Like you need, you need to, you do it's this one, upset. but you need something else bold too. It's just an upset. I mean, what's, what, what would the thing Mo be right now? Minus 250. I was going to say, yeah, no more than that. Like two to 250, somewhere in that range, I think. Yeah. So, I think bold stuff. You're talking about 800 minus 800 and up. That's that's my my st- I don't know just what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I mean, which would be then you're talking what like a 12 something like a 12 percent chance of happening. Well, yeah, where, what's the percent something has to happen to be considered bold? Is it less than 25 percent? Less than 10%? no. I would like to think it's five. Okay, so 20 to one. Yeah, is that is that minus 8,000? Am I, am I anywhere close on any of these numbers? Well, uh, so, oh, did you say minus 8,000? Oh, I thought you said minus 800. No, no, minus 800, sorry. Yeah, so minus 800, that's 800 to 100. So you're talking, that's not, that. that's, you know, a greater than 10% chance of something happening. Greater than 10? Yeah, it's like How? 12% probably okay. of the other side. All right, then I change. It's 12, but also 5. I mean, I guess you could say it's a 20%, but like usually the odds don't work out that that perfectly. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're talking, yeah, minus, I think it's got to be, yeah, oh man. Because I was going to go lower than you, but now that you say it that way, you're right. I mean, it seems like 10%, 10%'s pretty bold. I would need some numbers to back this. Like, yeah. you need to give me some examples of. That's the thing. It's like, and it, none of it's an exact science, obviously. I mean, one of your, one of mine is Lyles is going to double in the one and the two. Yeah, he's going to win both. So he's obviously the favorite in the in the. But he has less than a ten percent chance to win gold in the hundred. Right, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's where. It, but he has a really high chance of winning it in the two. And one informs the other, right? So if he wins the hundred, you'd think he he's almost 
like guaranteed to win the 200 at that point. So I think that would be like a 5% chance, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, I think, you know, and and maybe these draw, maybe Lyles runs a 982 early and we're like, okay, well that, that change, but right now, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that's. Uh, well, if he runs a nine eighty two, then it's no. If I had that knowledge, it's no longer bold. No, no, for, but I was just yeah, I'd say. So like as of right now, I do think uh, because as good as Lyle and Lyles was unbelievable, so like immediately his his odds you know went up in the to win the hundred. Like, but you still have like some guy, a lot of guys he has to get through, right? I mean, even if mm-hmm. you like, hey, Lyles is a legit nine eight guy. It, I think he is at least that. But yeah. it's like Curly, you know. Curly, Bramell, Coleman have all run nine seven. Jacobs has run nine seven. Like these guys all have done really good yeah. stuff. So it's like there's yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's pretty good. Uh here's Noah. Another Noah. This yeah. one in Oregon. Uh you guys mentioned Achilles injury. And honestly, I know how that feels. Each runner you ask has a different suggestion over the years. I've compiled advice from other runners. Doctors, physical therapists, and coaches, I recommend doing all of these simultaneously. That way, if the injury actually does go away, you still won't have a clue what cured it. Here's a list. 78 most common suggestions for curing any and all running injuries. Just do these and your problems will be solved. For an investment of less than four hours and $1,200, these techniques are sure to heal up that bum Achilles in no time. Do you want to read all 78? I, 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 I went through these, um, and they're good, but it, I guess that's your call. But I like that he did 78. That's amazing. I mean, I like 64, or number 24, heel striking. Number 25 is not heel striking. <laughs> uh, ice baths, just toughing it out. The cryo cuff, I don't know what that is. Backward strides. Surgery, fish oil, Alter G, the stick, hemp oil, Epsom salt baths, hurdle drills, where you go under the hurdle. Roll a frozen Dixie cup of ice with the arch of your foot, plyometrics, bulking up, dropping weight, KT tape, switching to a standing desk, opening the hips, bunion spacers, developing a new worse injury so that the old one isn't as noticeable, rest days, just waiting it out, and training through it. <laughs> These are guys like this. It's a great list. This is awesome. Um, I told you this. My, so I was doing some stuff to get the Achilles better, and then I managed to hurt myself in just the most embarrassing way possible, which was running my kids to school because we were going to be late. And I got out of the car and took off down the sidewalk and ran about a half a block. Not very fast. It wasn't a dead sprint because my kids aren't that fast. But I said, come on, we got to go. We're going to be late. And then I dropped him off, walked back to the car, and as I walked back, I felt like someone had stabbed at the bottom of my foot with something very sharp. So I've been dealing with that. I don't know if it's long-term. I don't know if it's temporary. But I'm to the point, Jason, where I have to warm up before taking my kids to school, which is really embarrassing. Yeah, I, I mean, literally today, and luckily there was no lingering effects, but I just relate to that. I was just going out to lunch and was getting on an escalator and just just took a step not a crazy yeah. thing not didn't wasn't feel off balance and my, my ankle just had this shooting pain through yeah. for no reason and i'm like ah, you know obviously ow this is that's weird and then i kind of it's a little ginger but then within 20 seconds it's gone oh nice but i'm just like what the what, what was that what, what's happening like i i don't know is my yeah. leg just gonna give out at any given point like that's uh well yeah 
You're talking to a guy who literally last year thought there was he got electrocuted from the <laughs> sidewalk. That was a good one. To explain, no, and I honestly thought there was something amiss when it was just my own body failing me. Sending. Everything is pointing towards just stop running, just swim, just stop running, just do the stationary bike, just just stop. But I'm not. I want to give it one last ride. I did put a pad in the back of uh, my running shoes. I haven't been able to run since I've been dealing with this for the last couple of days. I don't know. I just. I don't think I tore anything. I think it was just a weird kind of fluke thing, and I'll be fine. But I just want to give it a shot. I just want to be able to give it a shot. Uh, we got two more here. This is from Zach. What's up, bro chachos? I like that. Sorry about the mess up at the end of my email from last week. I misremembered what the comeback to us, we missed you award was, and I thought it was just comeback and we mm. missed you. Oops. For that, I would like to nominate the Turkey Trot recap. That was a bummer when I missed it. Mm. I get that it's tough That's good. to do the puns, but no one remembers them all, and sometimes the stretches are the funniest. I would be down for a Christmas or other holiday theme ones, but that's much less common. Uh, to Marshall, oh, he gives the he gives Marshall some dating. Okay, I'll read this, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to enter the dating scene on dating apps, I would suggest Hinge. Okay, so which one's Hinge? I'd, well, he'll explain it. Yeah, okay. Marshall strikes me as the kind of guy that wants something real. And what I like about that – does he work for Hinge? Does, can you look up his <laughs> – uh, Marshall strikes me as the kind of guy that wants something real. And what I like about this app is that it allows you to caption photos and answer prompts in your profile, which helps you get an idea of people's personalities and makes for easy conversation starters. I'll make no promises like a pickup artist, but I met my girlfriend on the app, and I think I would like to offer – Vice on Marshall's profile with all the ways he has challenged himself in the last few years. He can have a good one. Like uh, lastly, and still not on topic of track and field, ha, I fooled you. I was toying around with the idea of moving to a city rather than living in the suburbs and was looking at the best areas around Philly and Conshohocken and was up there as one of the best places with a walkable town with transit to the Philly, to the Philly. To Philly. I saw a lot of aforementioned towns the listeners have mentioned, like Balda Kinwald nearby. All the best, Zach, not Braff, from New Jersey, uh, wearing the Ultra Escalantes 2.0 and my new Merrill Vapor Gloves 5s. Um, oh, and he also wants us to send the list of the awards. Okay, I got to send him the list of the awards. I got to connect our Boulder buddies together. I, got, I have homework to yeah, do. Yeah, you got some stuff to do. Also, the can the Conchahawken people write in? Maybe we can get them connected with Zach. Right? You know, we have we have a deep, deep Conchahawken network. I don't know if any of them still listen. I hopefully they do. Maybe Brian's out there somewhere. Um, we gotta we gotta let Zach know what's going on. Yeah. So with Hinge, you put the you put a prompt and then you answer it, so then people can be like, "Oh, what is your favorite baseball team?" You know, stuff like that. Because they put like a, a great day for me is watching baseball. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I was okay. Like, I was a little confused. Gotcha. Yeah, a dream of mine is to you know it's stuff like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like it's at least a, it's an easy conversation starter. Which yeah. I, I would imagine would be difficult. Yeah. I'm not on these by the way. Happily. No, today. I just googled them and I'm like, cool. That's probably not great for me to do. So Johnny, if you see this, <laughs> this is happening because I heard it on. Delete your delete your search history. Uh, all right, we got one more from. That being said, though, man, it is just—it's just so different than 
like 15 years ago. It's crazy. It's just like if you, I'm sure you have single friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like what they do versus how it was before is just a totally different experience. It's, it's incredible how quickly everything changed. I'm talking about the reputage sheets. I'm not talking about dating. <laughs> uh, one more for Marshall. Modern pentathlon update. Yeah. So we're at the point of the sh- we're just the last email had nothing to do with running, and this is a modern pentathlon update. I, I love, love it. it. That's that's how every show would end. Like it's just nonsense because that's that's our specialty, right? Just wanted to circle up on the steps the International Modern Pentathlon Union is taking to ensure the modern pentathlon remains an Olympic sport. As a refresher, the IOC has eliminated the modern pentathlon. I like how he gives a refresher. Like he knows that we remember something about the modern pentathlon. Yeah, that's what I, I need previously on House of Run and then uh, a breakdown. <laughs> Marshall wrote in about the modern hip pentathlon this is largely driven by the irrelevance of the modern pentathlon in today's society the elitist nature of horse jumping and animal abuse apparently a coach punched a horse in tokyo i'm not i'm sorry i'm laughing but it's so ridiculous uh, animal abuse is not funny no but the picture of someone punching a horse is kind of hilarious and i'm sorry that that's those those three back to back yeah right rule of three right here used to perfection when he says the irrelevance of modern pentathlon in today's society, the elitist nature of horse jumping, and animal abuse. That's just yeah. I, I hope the co- I hope the horse kicked kicked the coach. Like that's what I'm, I'm just that's what I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, a hundred percent. Just those three in combination. Are just, yeah, it's just a ridiculous. lot going on. Yeah, to save the modern pentathlon, which currently includes round robin fencing, two hundred meter freestyle swimming, equestrian show jumping, and a final combined event of laser pistol shooting and cross country running, the UIPM set about finding a replacement for equestrian the initial list of 10 included drone racing roller skating and pillow fighting after much debate the uipm has selected obstacle racing as the fifth discipline apparently this will diversify the metal table and provide the modern pentathlon to quote tap into entertainment and mass participation markets the uipm wants to build on the success of ninja warrior franchise Evidently, more than 1 billion people watch obstacle broadcasts and 160 countries televise ninja warrior Jesus. Doesn't mean people watch it actually, though. Uh, I think they should have gone all in and replaced the modern pentathlon with American Gladiator. 100%. All the best. That is Marshall. So, <laughs> this seems fake. This seems, you know, those shows. It's like, how well do you know the news? We're going to do two real sh- stories and one fake one. Yeah. And then, and then one of them is the modern pentathlon is adding Ninja Warrior. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. To be fair, the current modern pentathlon seems fake. That it's fencing, swimming, quest, sh- you know, horse jumping. But it's so old And school. laser pistol shooting. Yeah, that's right. Guess, like, it's yeah. just, it's, like, that seems like, I don't know, Johnny loves watching, like, period piece stuff. And yeah, it's, like, yeah. in Bridgerton or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Which they probably did do this, and that's probably where it came from. But, like... Right. That's that's how these things hang. Where I'm just like, oh, it's just a bunch of stupid, rich people sitting on, yeah. You know. So now it'll be napkins. fencing, swimming, and then cross country running slash shooting, and then obstacle racing. Fencing, swimming, cross country. So the cross country and shooting is one event, right? So that's the fencing that's, is that's two. Your standard biathlon, right? Or that's cross country skiing, I guess. But yeah, freestyle is three. Oh no! I guess, I guess that is two events then. So fencing, swimming, running, shooting, ninja warrioring. 
the the lengths that these that sports will go to to get included in the Olympics is pretty crazy. Like we will change our entire entire sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, baseball should do this. Baseball should do this, right? Baseball's out now. Is that right? Baseball's been out. Yeah, so they've been doing the World Baseball Classic. They should just add. They should like the ball turns into like a firework when it gets hit. (laughs) Two hundred feet. Like I don't just sell your soul. Multi ball unlocked and just yeah. Yeah, like what are you gonna do with? (laughs) Now you have to be good at being a. Ninja Warrior? Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's doing any of this stuff to begin with, but I'm kind of glad it exists just because it's such ridiculousness. I w- would you watch it? <sighs> yeah. I don't know how long. Well, I'd definitely give it a shot, right? <clears throat> I just feel like the people who can do horse jumping and the people who can do Ninja Warrior... That Venn diagram does not touch. Right. And it's it'd be funny to see the specialists. Like the guy who's really good at one thing and just terrible, it's terrible at the, at the other. other. Yeah. Like that's where I'm kind of intrigued. Um so Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I feel like you should have to wear old timey outfits as well while you do this. Like top hat, frilly, you know, coat with tails, all sorts of stuff. I haven't watched I don't think I've watched Ninja Warrior. I've seen clips now and then like when yeah i've watched a lot of clips i i don't think i've ever like watched an episode front to back but they'll be like you know you're scrolling on something random it's like check this out you'll never believe it and it's someone doing a really good job at it like it's like i believe it look at this school teacher shred the course right are there gladiators in it like do they have opponents trying to stop them it's just the it's basically the whole thing is the eliminator right yeah pretty much um and it's so, like it's impressive, obviously, because it's nuts the amount of you know strength, balance, all that stuff it takes. But uh, but here's why. Here's but why if Nitro I mean, was there firing tennis balls at you. Well, that's my thing. Like here's why. Here's why um, American Gladiators was great. It wasn't just the Eliminator. Yeah. Right. You had to also sometimes climb a wall. You also had to shoot a tennis ball cannon and hit a target. While getting shot at by another tennis ball cannon. Yep. You had to joust. You had to do Powerball, which was a really fun, interesting game. You had to do the hamster wheel game. What was that called? Atlasphere or whatever, where they ran around in the hamster walls and they oh, had to stop. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Atlas. Atlasphere. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, you had to do that stuff, and then... You do the Eliminator, and you couldn't totally crap the bed in the Eliminator, but it also wasn't going to be the entire performance. Like, that wasn't your whole – and the Eliminator changed, obviously. We know that. We know how I feel about the zip line and all that stuff and yeah. the gauntlet and you know, all the changes that they made. We've been through that in the pod. We don't need to go through all those little changes again. But it was a whole thing. You had a whole hour of Larry Zonka and Mike Adamley. You know what I mean? It's the best. So is this I, – I guess I should watch an episode. I'm totally out of touch because I'm not one of these millions of people who watch it. If it's just that, is the rest of it just human interest stuff about – like backstory about them? And then that's, Yeah, a- I, that's a, it's a good point because I never – yeah, I think there's a few people competing. But you're right. They get you the whole hype up and then 
yeah, it seems like you're right. Like it'll show, you know, the people in the crowd and then, yeah, here's, uh, you know, his wife talking about how he's a great science teacher and this yeah, has happened. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is fine. You know, like I'm not against that stuff, but America Gladius was just pure action for 42 minutes. Dude, do you remember rings? Do you remember how hard that oh. would have been? They could, and I don't know the filming schedule, but if they literally did that all in one day, you were probably gassed. And I'm guessing they did, right? Because they switched out the gladiators, yeah. So they could always do it. You got Powerball. You're getting just leveled by dudes, well, dude. Rock, but Rings was the hardest. Well, rings would be. That's when you knew someone was legit because if they could do the Rings all the way across, and avoid the Gladiator, you just had incredible upper body strength because there were legitimately people like Adam Lee would be on the call and be like, "All right, here's Trent on the Rings." Oh, Zonk, he is stuck on the first ring. He can't. Oh, this spells trouble. Nitro, he smells blood. And then just like Nitro doesn't even need to like wrap his legs around him. Trent just like just gives up. Like some people like legit just couldn't do certain events. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, 100%. Or they um, they get into the wall and they just like would be, they'd fall apart. I don't know. It was – or Powerball. Like some people Powerball were just was, yeah. super shifty. And then other people were just like getting, like you said, rocked for – 30 seconds. I'm looking at a list of all the events right now. Just kind of. We've named yeah. a lot of them, obviously. Hang Tough was the Rings one. Okay. Yeah, I called it the Rings. No, because... but that was, that was good. Hit and Run. I don't remember that one. Probably. Oh. I mean, Assault was the best one, oh, that right? was the UK. Yeah, I think Assault is way up there. The Wall was great. Wall's good. Um, you mentioned oh, Power. You yeah, Human power. Cannonball was too, was too quick. That was just you try to knock a. That was gimmicky. Yeah, that wasn't good. Joust was good. Joust it's was like, like here a, goes laser. You know. It's like, dude, laser's got to stand on this tiny little pedestal. Like the gladiators are people too. <laughs> rocket ball. Which one was rocket ball? High flying basketball game. Oh, that was. That's they right. Had, didn't they have bunchy cords on? Yeah, and, and different that was like stupid. yeah, different baskets. That was late. And, I think that was later American. That Gladiators. was a, yeah. That was a little more guts level. Yeah. Um, oh, remember Sky Track, where you. Would kind of like, uh, I feel like you'd climb all around the walls and stuff like that, and it was that was weird. Oh, what about wasn't there a maze one? There was the maze, yeah. So that was more mental than physical, right? I guess you're kind of trying to figure out, but also you'd run into gladiators there, and they would just just destroy you with those pads, right? So Skytrack, American Gladiators. Let's see if I can find this. I don't remember that one. Tug of War. That's right. That was just a standard tug of war. Okay. The wall, like I said, the wall was good. Whiplash. Which one was Whiplash? Dude, I think Atlasphere was the best because it was so stupid. You're right. Atlasphere was – and someone would get on a roll where they were just going and then those freaking fog machines were going off. Yeah. But then there was also people who just didn't understand how to stop it in time and they just kept rolling over. Or they just had their thing stuck the entire time and it's just like Zonka's just like being – trying to be really polite but just basically saying, get out of here. Oh, Pyramid was cool. They had to run up the pyramid and then they get knocked down and fall. All right. I'm watching Skytrack right now. Yeah, this one, I don't know. They're just running on their hands and knees. If you're oh, like, man. you know, I know it got brought back in like the, what, like 2008 or whatever. But yeah. like, if if you never watched the original, just like, you know, and you're 18 or whatever, or if you're 50, I don't care. Go on YouTube. Just watch just, just watch a few clips. Yeah. If you're not intrigued, I, I don't know what to tell you. It was the, yeah, it was, I'm watching Skytrack. This was not, I didn't like this one. That one was it's weird. Like, I like it's, you're like upside down hanging from the wall, right? And you're like it most resembles a track race. Yeah. yeah, you're hanging from a wall, but you're just using your hands and feet, and you go around, twist and turn, and then you hit a button, and then you turn around and 
come back. Yeah, that was weird, but it yeah. seemed very like advanced. Yeah, it's like wow, they're they're doing this kind of stuff. This is crazy. Whiplash, they just they both they hold on to this like little piece of plastic. It's like a, holding a wishbone, basically. And then whoever lets go, and they try to pull it away from each other. Oh, okay. There's two people in a ring. That. Yeah, that's yeah. not great. Yeah. Cool thing was is nobody, everybody was doing this clean too. That's what I liked about. <laughs> Remember they they cut to the commercials and they would uh, show them lifting weights. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, the gladiators were cool too, right? I mean, that was. That was oh just, man! Now yeah. I'm in the algorithm here. Gladiator laser absolutely decimates and joust. Oh, Full la- episode. Laser season- had the the flat top, right? He was good. Season two, episode one. Oh yeah, I'm looking at some Powerball here. Powerball. So that was where you could exploit them. Yep. Because there was a lot of strength, not speed. much speed. Yep. Yeah. You just can't. You but you can't get. Also, there was no concussion protocol. In oh my god! I'm no. watching this. Yeah. These guys are getting just hitting. They have these like soft little helmets, and then you got three dudes just waiting for you, and they are just ready to roll. Like you genuinely thought the gladiators. Like, I mean. There was no like, hey, let's like let them win. They no, didn't. no, they they actively wanted to to beat them, right? Yeah. I mean, and what was cool is some of the contestants were bad. Yeah, there were some Which that were fine. like legit great. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. But other ones who just yeah, they weren't in the same. They they were clearly yeah. just outclassed. Yeah. Now I, I don't know. I haven't watched Ninja Warrior enough to know, but I'm watching Laser decimate people in the joust now. This has been a great podcast. <laughs> oh wait, no, he got decimated oh yeah, this is written incorrectly <laughs> but this guy to be fair the oh and then the interviews like would be on the the elevated chair yeah. <laughs> he's like way up in the sky <coughs> people yeah rick adamy just just floating next to the joust yeah i loved assault i told the story before we played assault in our front yard when i lived in arizona you you've told me about this my I, brother I've, just chucking tennis balls at us I, i'm so jealous. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, maybe I would like Ninja Warrior. I don't know. Well, I liked it because it was just so, the game was just so random. But it was, it was the, the perfect level of like overproduction and just over the topness of like, you have to run around this little soundstage while you get tennis balls shot at you at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that was the coolest one probably for sure. And if you get the bow and arrow lined up perfect, it did like very little skill involved. It just seemed like a lot of luck. Oh, and then when the cannon would uh, jam sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah. Be like, Gemini, <laughs> the cannon's stuck. And then I like it when the people get hit in the first like two seconds and it's over. Uh, this is this show has not been applicable to anybody who does not. Nope. Uh, Sorry. I mean, about. I guess anyone who, anyone who listens to Throwing Any Regularity knows the last 15 minutes of the show are going to be nuts. And uh, if we got on a tangent that we liked from our childhood uh we're just going to talk about it a lot well it's been uh it's been a while since we talked about american gladiators too i think we were due for a a revision of this but i don't remember how we got on it oh ninja warrior stuff that's right um it's just this guy keeps doing somersaults to avoid it. <laughs> like it doesn't actually make any sense it's like your body doesn't become smaller when you do a bunch of somersaults dude oh this guy missed it but made it to the end i think he got like five points or something for that but all right, we'll leave it there. I think that's every email. Uh, Houseofrun at gmail.com. Uh, join us next week. We'll have a lot of results to talk about. Jason will give his uh, top 10 of the week or something. I don't know. Peace and half. 
It'll be a lot of season half will be good. Yeah. No, this is uh, we're we're getting closer to to things happening weekly at this point, which is uh, which is fun. Let's do it. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, tell your friends. Houserun at gmail.com. We'll talk to you guys next week. Jessica Ennis. Music.